In our last episode, the party explored a strange place that was full of dinosaurs. Day was able to talk to most of them, though most of the conversations did boil down to someone saying, uh, uh, hi, please don't eat me. Also, they've found themselves somewhere really strange, where the days are half as long and the sun speeds its way across a ringless sky. Our adventurers today are David, who plays Ichabod the Wizard. Oh man, magic items that recharge on the dawn are great. <laughs> Kieran, who plays Waylon the Barbarian. Hey, sack some nutrients, man. <laughs> Theron, who plays Day the Druid. I'm a human, what are you? And our DM, Hazel. I don't know how to answer that. Um... <laughs> Welcome, fellow travelers, to Legends of Chell. Go over the level up because you all leveled up. Yeah. I, uh, I think I usually start with Ichabod, so we'll do that. All right. So I've been very impressed by what I've seen from the rest of the group, watching Day and Waylon and even Markon. I've figured out how to tap into a power way beyond me, and so much greater than the complicated incantations in my spellbook. I can heal and bless and protect and conjure illusions and control the very wind. There's so much I could have never imagined when I was studying in the College of Avarn. Cool. So what does that translate to in actual abilities? <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, I took a level in Divine Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And so that does give me access to additional spells, including four more cantrips, less <laughs> cure wounds, and sanctuary, and a power called Favored by the Gods, which if I miss or fail a save, I get to add a 2d4 to that. Hmm. Great. And you, are you in the double digits of hit points yet? <laughs> I am proudly in the 20s. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my. <laughs> Whew. Damn, it's squishy. Uh, Waylon, what did you get? Well, Waylon is now a level 5 barbarian. Very important thing. He's got, you know, uh, 12 more hit points. So he's at 67. (laughs) Um, Level 5 for martial class means I get extra attack. So now I can attack twice when I take the attack action. And I got unarmored movement. My move speed increases by 10 when not wearing armor. Or when wearing... Light or no armor, I think. Either way, not wearing armor. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, and that that's L. And the proficiency bonus increase. Yep. That's useful for everyone. All right. Yep. That's it. All right. Day? It's not a, not a huge level for casters who aren't taking a sudden first level in a new class. <laughs> uh, so I learned how to cast third level spells. Uh, which means that I have um, Conjure Beasts, or whatever it's called, prepared, uh, as well as something else cool. And I'm at 41 hit points. Mm. I feel like I'm the normal one. (laughs) (laughs) We are the bell curve party. (laughs) Did I get anything cool? No. Just spells. Cool. (laughs) All right. I think you guys just rested and haven't fought anything or anything, but in case... Since you guys leveled up, it's like a long rest. So cool. if you had anything down, that goes back up. Does Spike get to level up? Spike is not a creature. Spike is a magic item, even though Spike is also a creature. But Spike does not level up. Okay, well, just tell me when he levels up enough that I don't have to be attuned to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is there something you want to attune to? Not yet, but I assume that we'll find something. And right now, I'm attuned to two things that I can't unattune to, like, without completely changing my thing. So, you are following Spike onward now? Yes. So, after a bit of travel, it's probably getting to be around noon. 
fake noon. Yeah, fake noon. Okay. It's about uh, four hours into the day or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that eight hours of daylight and four hours of darkness is the cycle that you have going on. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. So it's about fake noon. <laughs> and you see something weird because it looks like a partially collapsed, overgrown structure of some kind. Like a built structure. Okay. So it looks like this rectangular building. Uh, you see like a staircase going up to it. And it's overgrown with uh, vines and foliage all around it. And uh, since it is very hot, can I get everybody to make me a constitution save? The only constitution save I will actually make. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, big tough barbarian. (laughs) I rolled a two. I also rolled a two, but it has a zero after it. Eight. (laughs) Got it. Oh, okay. My 11 is the best, I guess. No, I got a 20. Oh, a 20. (laughs) Okay. um, So Ichabod, it's hot, but you're dealing all right with it. But you see that uh, both Waylon and Dave, sweat (laughs) just pouring down. Their faces are red. And you both have one point of exhaustion. Oh, dang. Okay. I feel like there's probably a spell I can use to fix that. Does it get cooler in the dark... Yeah. Okay. Is there a minor restoration? Does that do that? I don't think so. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and have a fan appear next to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can keep going. I'm just looking at my spells. Uh, Spike Jones is walking right towards this building. He's not tired. Nope. I believe Spike Jones is uh, immune to exhaustion. Probably. Being undead. Alright, so do you guys want to do anything with the building? Uh, Spike Jones oh, walks right. up oh. to it and is going to continue on past it. Oh, he walks oh, right up to it? on past it? Yeah, he's, he walks right up to it and then continues continues going. Okay, do we do we want to check this out? I mean, if we're going right by it, I wouldn't want to divert, but might as well. What's up with the building? The building, like I said, is mostly overgrown with vines. It... Looks quite old. It's collapsed quite a bit. But there is a bit of inner structure remaining. If anybody wants to do an investigation or perception to find out anything about it, they may do so. I'll take a quick glance. Yeah. 15 for investigation. 23 perception. Oh, 19 perception. And I don't think I have any magic that can help. Lesser restoration doesn't do exhaustion. So that's unfortunate. Okay, so um, Day and Waylon, you see, well, you all see that there are like some desks in here and like there's a bunch of pulpy mess on the floor. And amongst some of that mess, um, Day and Waylon, you see something glinting in the sunlight. It is white and shiny. A white shiny thing in a pulpy mess. Yep. That's the description. Okay. Do you. Point it out to anyone else in the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll say, does everybody see that white shiny thing in the pulpy mess? <laughs> that is a perfect description of it. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Let me um, cast Mage Hand mm. and go scoop it up and bring it over to okay. us. Okay, you scoop it up and bring it over to you. And it is a cloudy white gemstone. It's kind of... Shaped and uh, looks like a cloudy white, like quartz crystal. I'll cast detect magic. It is magical. What's the aura like? That is a good question. <laughs> Let me dig out wherever these auras are and try to figure out what type of magic it is. It'll be fun. While you do, I'll spend ten minutes and cast identify. You're gonna like this one. Uh, <laughs> are we? Why it's Don Richardson's superlative journaling gem. Who's Don Richardson? (laughs) He's the owner of the superlative journaling gem. This cloudy white gemstone requires a command word to activate or deactivate it. Once the stone is activated, one of three commands can be given. Record. The gem will start glowing a bright red, and any words spoken within five feet of it will be stored in the gem in the speaker's voice. The gem can store up to three hours of content. When the gem is close to being full... 
it will occasionally pulse with a yellow light. When full, the gem will give a quick flash of bright light and will not enter the record function or will exit the record function if it has been recording. Play. The gem will start glowing green and playing back what has been recorded and it's starting with the most recent recording. As it plays, it pulses in time with the sound coming from it. The gem is also capable of understanding further simple commands while in this mode, such as play two entries back, or start at the first entry, or go back one hour. It will not understand more complex commands, such as play that one where I was talking about the bees, or (laughs) play the entry that I recorded in my bedroom. Transfer. The gem will glow yellow, and when placed on a sheet of paper, notebook, or stack of papers, will transpose all the audio stored in it into text, and then delete the stored audio. This transfer scales text size to the amount of paper available. So if you transpose three hours of text onto one standard sheet <laughs> size sheet of paper, it'll be pretty much unreadable. If you transpose onto multiple sheets of paper, the stone will not stretch letters across multiple sheets, but will limit itself to printing one character per page. <laughs> when transferring, bright yellow rings will scroll across the surface. When finished... With the transfer, the stone will once again become cloudy white. So you say that, and then I just shout, play! <laughs> does it do anything, or does it have to be attuned or something? Um, it requires a command word, which it has. Is it, what was his name, Don Richardson? It's Don Richardson. <laughs> Is it? I'm Don Richardson, and I'm wonderful. <laughs> The command word is journaling gem, which, you know, (laughs) you can change that if you want to. Well, given that I'm 17, I'm going to say journaling gem record, butts, butts, butts. (laughs) Journaling gem play, butts, butts, butts. (laughs) (laughs) Butts, butts, butts. And then it will play butts, butts, butts. (laughs) And then I guess it will go to uh, Don Richardson's last entry. So, uh, you hear Don Richardson speaking. Day 31. All right, so I'm going to start the autopsy now. I'm very interested in its camouflaging technique. Is it an innate magical trait? Is it fueled by chemical processes? Ah, shit! Stop recording! Damn it, where's that first aid kit? Whoops. You're still recording? Okay, so that's that entry. Uh, (laughs) Day 30. A very exciting discovery, a new specimen. It snuck up on us at night. It seems to have been cloaked in some fashion. Yes, I was getting to that. In the attack, it managed to kill Jenny and Wiseheart. They will be deeply missed. No, what are you doing? We can't leave now. Look, we have a duty to study as much as we can. Blast the mapping. What? All of you? Well, fine. Go then. But I'm staying here. Don't call me a fool. You're the fools. This is a discovery of a lifetime, and I'm not walking away from it. Day 23. Other beasts have been following the trail of those Dionychus that Marge was running from. We've been having to kill them or chase them off fairly regularly. I suggest moving to camp, and Marge suggests that if we were moving, we might as well leave. It seems like some of my other team members are coming around to her point of view, though I'm trying to sway them to stay. Day 21. Marge is back. She came running back into camp with a couple of Dionychus chasing her. We unfortunately were forced to kill them, but on the bright side, it means we have fresh specimens to autopsy. Maybe we'll find some clues to tell us if they're more closely related to birds or reptiles. Day 19. Work in our base has finally been completed. It's a fine building and should serve us well as long as none of these beasts decide to charge through it. Marge still thinks this little pit stop is a waste of time. She keeps saying that studying these dinosaurs, as we've decided to call them, isn't as important as mapping out this forest. Yes, yes, they're not going anywhere, but neither is the forest. It will still be there when we get back to it, Marge. She's not really going to leave her on her own. She's not a complete fool. And then the stone turns a cloudy white again. Hmm. Okay. And if you would like me to go back over that and summarize it, since it was backwards and everything, I... What I think I want to do is, I actually, I'm carrying ten sheets of parchment on me. And so, I think I want to estimate 
about how many of these pages I need. I'm guessing about two to make sure it stays legible. Yeah. And I will place two sheets uh, on a flat surface, put the gem on top, and say, journaling gem, transfer. And and that way I'll have a hard copy of it. Cool. Including butts, butts, butts. Great. Cool. You can do that. Do you want me to print you out one now? I would love that. Okay. <laughs> also, is this a case of changing the command word in-game or out-of-game? I mean, is this something that, that Ichabod can can set, or it would it be it would always have been this word? It is something that Ichabod can set. It's gotta be Nokia. <laughs> Alright. Nokia. It's an ancient elven word meaning record. <laughs> is there any way of guessing how long this building has been here? I mean, is it years or decades? I mean we got the screwed up time as well, so yeah, um... Maybe, maybe nature? I could, yeah, if you're willing to let me try, sure. I can figure out, like, how long it would take for the plants to overtake the area. Yeah, you can do that. Sixteen? Ten and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waylon, you know that it probably took a while. <laughs> a long-ass time. <laughs> you, you, assume, you assume a few decades, but you're not quite sure. What was yours? 16. 16? Okay. Not super high. Based on the plant growth, you're not sure how the cycle of the sun here affects the plant growth, really. Mm -hmm. But uh, you think it's probably been 100 years or two, a few centuries. Okay. So I'll share that info. You know, we're talking at least a century. What's left of the building is basically being held up by, like, plant growth. Yeah, but we don't... I mean, they got attacked, so it could be that they were just using the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there anything else in this building? Is there anything else in the pulpy mess? <laughs> no. Nothing. Nothing interesting. Okay. So, on we go? Yeah. Keep following Spike. All right, you guys continue on, and you walk for a while. You see a bit of the wildlife, various small dinosaurs scurrying through the undergrowth, and uh, flying creatures overhead, much like you saw earlier. And then the area opens up, and there is this big, huge dinosaur laying on the ground. It's enormous. It is the Brontosaurus. Hmm. It looks like it has been eaten and gnawed on. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought it might be a friend. <laughs> I was going to say I want to bite it. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. There's still some flesh remaining, but it's been pretty well chewed. Can I have everyone make me a perception check? Very impressive. Double sixes. Modified to a seven. Oh, nice. <laughs> Ten. Day? Eleven. Which means I rolled a three. <laughs> okay. I rolled eight. <laughs> yeah, that's all you guys notice. That there's a dead brontosaurus. Yeah. Okay. I'm lucky to at that. Yeah. Is there any way to determine uh, the wounds that killed it? Was it by the tyrannosaur we saw or something of that size? It's pretty well eaten. It's hard to tell. It looks like it's probably been dead for a while. Okay. So you can't really tell what initially killed it. It looks like various creatures have probably scavenged off of it. Well, based on the journal entries, well, first of all, remind me, have we met a dinosaur that was camouflaged? Mm, No. Well, just based on the journal entries, then, I'm going to go into... uh, hyper mode with the lantern just keep a constant scan of the area around us because I think whatever ability that he's talking about in the journal uh, is probably related to Markon's invisibility Okay. and I just want to keep an eye open for it no surprises please mm-hmm. alright so um, Spike Jones is walking towards this brontosaurus it's not going too close to it <clears throat> Um, but it's going in that general direction. Can I give him a command to, like, just give it a wide berth? Or does he just trudge along? He basically just trudges along? No, you can give him commands. So you can tell him to walk around 
in a wider berth and then continue along the path if so you I'll, want to. I'll do that. I'll, I'll tell him to please don't walk too close to that gross dead monster. Okay. He wasn't walking too close to it anyway. Just, yeah, was in sight, but... Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, he gives it a wide berth and you guys are following him still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long has Pasquale Trace last? Up to an hour. It's been more than an hour since you did it for the... Should we do it again? Might be too late. Sounds like it's too late. I don't think there's a point. We can just fight stuff. Alright. <laughs> you just want to use that new spell. <laughs> so you didn't see them before because they were kind of around on the other side of the Brontosaurus. But what CR did I guess you were? <laughs> <laughs> You see these three large mosquito-like insects come up from the other side, uh, sensing you blooded creatures, and they start flying towards you. So unless Day is going to try to talk to them first. I am. Okay. I say, what are you doing? You look tasty. Thank you. Please don't eat me. Dinner. (sighs) Okay. So let's roll for initiative. Ichabod? Nine. Waylon? Twelve. Dave? Fifteen. Are Spike Jones or Marcon participating? Spike Jones isn't. Marcon won't either. Okay. All right, David has no idea what's going on, but... Um, <laughs> Is this where we are? We're not... Yeah, I mean, you guys can move that around if you want to. I'm not too particular. And I would probably be looking at them. Who knows where Ichabod's looking? Given my role, that looks right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, you have these three uh, large bloodsuckers coming towards you. Yeah. Not that they're large. They're small-sized creatures. Mm-hmm. They're more spread out than I'd like them to be. I'm going to go up to them and cast Thunderwave. Okay. <laughs> so, I need constitution save. 20. Jeez. All right. They rolled a 19. Um, they take three... <laughs> Thunder damage and go nowhere. <laughs> okay. Um, how many do you reach with that? Just the two. two. This is two. Orange and red. Fifteen foot cube. Yeah. And I try. I try and not get the brontosaurus with it. Okay. <laughs> so it's like well, there. Yeah. You don't want to shove the brontosaurus around a little bit. No. <laughs> Let's not cause it blood spray. Okay. That brings us to the Sturge's turn. Uh, that first Sturge looks right in at your face, day, and. From its proboscis, it just spurts this yellowish clear fluid right towards your eyes. Is this an attack or a save? I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Six. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. You are blinded. Okay. Until the start of the Sturge's next turn. I don't like this place. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm blinded. (laughs) That's unfortunate. No damage, though? No damage from that, but that was a bonus attack. So, it is now going to attack you. Oh, boy. Does <laughs> uh, it get anything because you're blinded? Probably it gets advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, a 13 and a 19 plus 6, so... 25 hit? Yes. Okay. 14 with my shield up. <laughs> Roll well, too. That's that is 12 points of piercing damage. Alright. Ow. So these other two are going to uh, move to the other two people. Oh. Um, they can move 40 feet. So this one is here. Where'd these come from? <laughs> the orange Sturge is going to attack Waylon, so I need Waylon to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I have advantage on this because of danger sense. Oop, nat 20. All right, that succeeds. Yeah. So it spits this yellowish fluid out towards your eyes, but you saw it happen today, and you dodge out of the way. And then it is going to attempt to spear you with its proboscis. Thirteen. That is a miss. AC 15. Okay, and the last one is going to attack Ichabod. Ichabod, a dexterity saving throw, please. That's a 17. 17 makes it. Okay. And then it is going to attack. That is a natural one. That misses. Mm. 
in its spit attack, it actually spit into its own eyes. Like the wind blew, and the the, the spit just came back into its own eyes. How embarrassing! And it so it is blinded to the next of its start of its next turn, which isn't really going to make much of a difference. But that is what happened. And hey, it can't whiff. Uh, it'll whiff if you try to move out of its range. Actually, I guess it does make a difference because you have advantage on attacks against it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That too. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to Wayland's turn. Alright, we're gonna rage and reckless attack on the orange one in front of me. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Ooh. Oh man, he's, he's hurting. 17 plus uh, 9. Uh, 26 damage on the first attack. <laughs> Yeah, you actually, you get it, and you manage to slice its wings off its body, and it collapses to the <laughs> ground. It is still alive, but it is no longer going to be able to fly. Oh, okay. All right, then I will try to finish it off, I guess. Merciful. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like trying having it bite my ankles. 20 to hit, total. And that takes eight, ten damage. You uh, just stab that one right down into the ground. Nice. It is dead. Okay, and that brings us to Ichabod. Okay. Uh, this one on me right there, was that one of the ones that that you hit? It is not. It is no. Not. Okay, in that case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Toll the Dead... On the one in front of Day. Okay. And so that's a wisdom save. Ten. Uh, that is a fail. So it takes nine necrotic damage. That brings us back to the blinded Day. Okay. If I turn into an animal, will I still be blinded? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to turn into a wolf. Okay. And that's my action. <laughs> okay. Day of the Wolf. The Sturge's turn starts. Your wolf vision starts to clear. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see. Does it get it back? It does. So it's going to spit in your eyes again. I need a dexterity saving throw. The wolf is much better at that than me. 15? 15 makes it. Yeah. <laughs> so you are not blinded and it is going to attack you. Does an 8 hit the wolf? No. It misses. I bark at it. <laughs> uh, the Sturge on Ichabod is going to see if it gets its spit back, which it does. I need a dexterity saving throw. Hmm. Eight. Eight does not make it. Okay, I'm going to use Favored by the Gods. Would, would a 12 make it? Okay, I'm going to use Favored by the Gods. Oof. So also a 10 would make it then. No. <laughs> wow. So you are blinded until the start of the Sturge's next turn. That's unfortunate. And so it has advantage on its attack against you. Does a 24 hit? <laughs> it does. Okay. That is 8 points, 9 points, sorry, of damage. Ow. Uh, that was the Sturge's turn. That brings us around to Waylon. Okay. Um, Smash! Waylon will move up next to Ichabod and smash the one that's been bothering him. Reckless. Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. Uh, 13? 13 just misses. Damn. Glad I had an advantage because there was a 1 and 5. That makes up for, I guess, uh, 19 plus 8. So that's a hit. Yeah. 5 plus 9, 14 damage. Alright, that is to the green one, which has not been hit before now. And is somehow more damage than the red one. Okay, so that was Waylon's turn. That brings us to Ichabod. Hey, what's that over there? (laughs) I'm still blinded. Uh, I'm going to move 5 feet in that direction. And then I'm going to cast Sword Burst. Mm. Doesn't want to hit Wayland for some reason. <laughs> it doesn't require me to see them. So it gets a deck save, DC 13. 
<laughs> I rolled a natural 16. Okay. Spectral swords slash out all around me, but it manages to avoid them. And that brings us to Dave, I believe is unblinded. Yeah, I'm unblinded and I'm a wolf and I'm going to bite the red one. All right. Bite away. I need it to make a strength safe. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hit it anyway. Nine to hit. No, that so, isn't. So never mind. Okay. You leap up and try to grab it in your mouth, but it kind of just flies away a little bit. I wag my tail like this is not fair. <laughs> and it's going to spit in your eye. Dex save. Ten. And, yeah, wow, I'm rolling really well on those d6s. Uh, so a ten does not make it. Okay. So you're blinded. And then it is going to attack you. It rolled really low on both of them. Fourteen. Okay, yeah, the hip C. That is twelve points of damage. Okay, I am no longer a wolf. And I take one damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other one is going to continue working on Ichabod, I think. Giving him a nice massage. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. <laughs> so um, I can see again, though, right? You can. Let's see if it gets its spit back. How, they get their spit back every time. What's the roll? What's the the roll? It's a five or a six. I have two different <laughs> dice. <laughs> it's a one, two, three, four, five, or six. I've been, I've been rolling a five or a, I've been rolling a five or a six every time. So yes, um, deck save. Nope, failed it. Okay, so you are blinded once again. It will have advantage against you. 17. I'm actually going to cast Shield, and that'll kick my AC up to 20. That'll do it. Yeah. I feel like Ichabod is the tank. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many ways to increase his armor class. Shield. Arcane deflection. <laughs> but they're very temporary. Yes. <laughs> Okay, your shield springs up, and it, its proboscis hits it and kind of shoots over to the side, and it backs away uncomfortable at its uh, mouth nose being treated so poorly. Mouth nose. I feel terrible now. <laughs> also blind. Okay, and that brings us to Waylon, your turn. All right. <laughs> so, um, reckless attack on the one that's been harassing Ichabod. Again. Uh, yeah, 16 plus 8, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that hits. Yep, that hits. He takes 13 plus 9, 22 damage. Is it still up? No. Okay. <laughs> you have sliced it down. Alright, so then I will take a second attack at the one that uh, Day's been tanking. 21. That will hit. Uh... 15 damage. Okay. It looks rough, but it is still up and flying. That will bring us to Ichabod. The blind Ichabod. What's going on over there? <laughs> There's not much I can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna pass my turn. Okay. Take the dodge action. But I think that only counts for things you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning around in a circle. <laughs> okay. Ichabod passes his turn. That brings us to day. Okay, I'm just going to take out my spear and try and stab it. Okay. Nope. All right. What spear are you using? The Seven League Spear. Okay, so that one shoots out and does not hit anything. And then it... Is back to the Sturge's turn, and the blind people can see. Hey, um, I've been facing the wrong way. The Sturge is going to spit into Waylon's face. Okay, that's fair. So Waylon needs to make a deck save. <laughs> Fifteen. That makes it. Yes. And then it is going to disengage and fly forty feet away. Does it go up at all, or? No, it's just feeling fairly weak, so it's just kind of hovering the same level it was. So, oops. oh, wait, I'll take my attack of opportunity on that. And it disengaged to move. Oh, right, it did. Damn it. That brings us to Waylon's turn. Well, he's going to chase him down and kill it anyway, because my speed is also 40. Uh, <laughs> you got two of those. Yeah, I know, but 13 because of one and a five again. Yeah, it doesn't make it. 20 total. That will make it. 
14 plus 9 is... More than enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 23. Uh, you slay the final bug, and it falls to the ground. Nice. So you guys are just hanging out around this brontosaurus corpse and these three dead sturges now. Well, we're going to move on pretty quick, Oh, you're going to move on? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just in case anything else is here. Let's uh, keep going. We'll move away from the stinking corpse, but then can we take a short rest? Sure. Okay. Sure. Actually, on the rest, I'll get my wild shape back, so that's pretty nice. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna gonna cast cure wounds. Perfect. And then I'll spend a hit dice. <laughs> that was two ones. In case anybody's wondering why I'm laughing and why David said perfect. Man, I didn't get hit. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> I was too busy killing things. <laughs> okay, so you take a short rest, leaning against a tree in the suffocating heat. Mm-hmm. Spike Jones leads you on. You um, start moving closer towards the river once again. Um, where you are at, it seems to have left the uh, big pond or lake or whatever, and there's a stream running back off, and so you are walking near the sparkling waters for a while. And it is getting dark. Okay. I mean, we're not tired, but can we move through the dark? Like, should we camp for four hours while it's dark? (laughs) Um, Darkness doesn't bother me too much. We can continue to move, but at that point it would be 12 hours, and then... The next opportunity would be at 16 hours. Or, no. Well, I mean, either way, yeah. we have to rest for eight hours, so four of them are going to be in the light. But, I, guess. I don't know. We, whatever you guys think. I don't right. want to do the math about what time it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> did we already determine, did somebody ask if it gets cooler at I asked, night? It, it does, does get cooler at night. Okay. If we take advantage of the sun going down, is there a chance to shake off the exhaustion? Exhaustion goes away after a long rest. Yeah. So, um, if you complete a long rest, you will get rid of your exhaustion. Okay. But just hanging out for four hours in the darkness is not going to be enough. (laughs) That's unfortunate. But hey, you're not blind. (laughs) True, I should erase that. Let's cross it off. Glass half full. (laughs) Well, I guess for now we'll we'll carry on. Okay. We'll treat it like a, a normal day and, and rest regardless of what the light says and deal with our screwed up circadian rhythms later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will have fire once it gets too dark. Mm-hmm. A fire and two globes of light. Yeah. So you continue on through the night. Let me see what this thing is. Uh, David, can you give me a... Perception check. We'll see if Ichabod can do it. Yeah, that would be better. <laughs> uh, ten. So despite your handy little lantern, since your perception check was lower than its stealth, you did not notice this uh, creature that snuck up on you in the night. So um, let's just have everybody roll initiative. I know there are double digits on these dice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a filler name, so if you guys want to name it something else, feel free. Camasaur. That's pretty good. Day, what is your initiative? 11. Waylon? Uh, 17. Ichabod? 9. Anybody else joining in? No. No. All right. Let me roll for Spike Jones just in case we need his blighty goodness. Okay. <laughs> Not a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, he got a... Good God. 15. And needless to say, Markon got a 25. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the Carnosaur got a surprise attack on you guys first. Carnosaur? That's wrong. Camosaur. Camosaur. I mean, it's a carnivore, but... I'm picturing it a regular Velociraptor wearing army fatigues. <laughs> 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 like, with a hat and everything. Is this Jurassic World? It's going to be horrible. Who is at the end of the marching order? Usually we have a triangle with Waylon is in front and we're next to each other. 
Uh, mm. if, we, if we have to be walking single file for some reason, I'd probably be in the back. If we mm. don't have to be single file, you could roll a 50-50. Yeah, no, I'm going to do... So Ichabod and Day are uh, in the back. Out of nowhere, this green blob flies towards you, Day. Okay. So it has advantage, which is a natural 20. Okay. Oh, Plus seven. Sometimes it's not necessary. <laughs> Good start. Great. Right. Uh, that double is probably my best bet, so I'll do that. So that is 22 points of acid damage. Good God. Ouch. Okay. I rolled, oh, it's, it's 3d12. And I rolled a 1, a 2, and an 8, and then doubled that. <sighs> yep, it didn't hit me, and I'm still down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that probably at that I scream in pain. <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a decent reaction. <laughs> um, so as that blob is flying to you, flying at you, this creature comes out it is this large dinosaur with a ridge of feathers down its spine and it's kind of hard to look at because you see that for a moment but its color and pattern seem to shift to match uh, the area it's standing in so it kind of looks like the trees and plants around you and it bites Ichabod maybe how big is it it is a large creature. Okay. Um, it was originally huge because I built it based off a T-Rex and then made it weaker and stronger. <laughs> so, um, that is 20 to hit. That hits. That's 13 points of piercing damage. What? How did it just attack? Was it with claws? It threw something at you. It's usually me. It was a bite. And then came in and bit Ichabod. So, there. That was the surprise round. It's Markon's turn. (laughs) Okay. Markon is going to cast Polymorph on the creature. All right. Uh, It's a DC 13 wisdom save. Turn into a cow. 16. Oh. Damn it. So it will not be a slug. <laughs> That's it. That's it for Markon. Is Markon invisible? Markon, I told you to leave when we start battle. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like you guys can use some help. Markon will turn invisible and fly about 15 feet away from the creature. So it is the Camasaurus turn. I'm going to die. Um, does oh, not you get, get in line. <laughs> Does not get the acid spit back. That's a small blessing. It's biting Ichabod, so I guess it will continue to bite Ichabod. Why wouldn't you? Does not no longer has advantage. Sixteen. I will do arcane deflection, which raises my AC to seventeen. Okay. So it tries to chomp down on you, and uh, is shunted away, and it moves its mouth around and roars and then it goes in for another bite. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen misses. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That brings us to Wayland's turn. I will move here and use uh, my necrotic shroud and the, the milky white tears will stream from my eyes as skeletal wind, wings burst from my back. So he gets to make a charisma save against fear. Natural 20. Okay, it was DC 11. <laughs> that wasn't the big thing here. <laughs> so he's not afraid, but hopefully he's now concerned. And I will rage on top of that. I'm very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's funny. <laughs> Alright, is that it for your turn? Yeah. Okay. Basically. That brings us to Spike Jones. Okay, Spike is... Can he get there? Yeah, Spike is going to run up and try and cast Inflict Wounds. All right. 
20. Uh, that's an attack roll, right? Yes. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah. Once it's my turn, uh, he rolled, he rolled, uh, better. So it's still a oh, 20. Great. Hits. <laughs> um, okay. You guys were seeing the creature over here. And when Spike Joan hits it, you see it shift over slightly. It looks like it's in a slightly different place than it looked like before. Oh, boy. 19 necrotic damage. 19 necrotic damage. Considerably better than average. (laughs) Okay, that brings us to your turn, Day. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, Spike, and cast uh, Fairy Fire in the area here. That it, it won't cover Waylon or anybody, just this guy and Spike. So, uh, so it needs to make a save of some sort. Dex save. 15. That meets. So, nothing. Alright. Wild shaving is an action. Can't cast another spell. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Is uh, Spike Jones fairy fired? Uh, I will let it drop if okay. it doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Ichabod's turn. Well, first of all, as a bonus action, I'm going to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Misty step. Um, <laughs> behind me or behind Day? Behind Day, about 15 feet behind Day. Then I'm going to drop a Toll the Dead on it. Uh, wisdom save, DC 14. All right. Four. Okay, five necrotic damage. Oof. Yeah. Underwhelming. <laughs> the problem with spells. They're just too variable. <laughs> okay, so that was Ichabod's turn. That brings us back to Markon. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> he's not going to do anything right now. Okay. <clears throat> he could back away further. Uh, he's fine where he is because he's invisible. Oh, okay. All right, that brings us back to the Canosaur. It gets its spit back. Mm. Uh-oh. If I'm still alive, my next turn is going to be so cool. Oh, Waylon's right there. This will spit at Waylon. 19. That's a hit. Oh no. 30 points of damage. Jeez. Ow. Two nines and a 12. I think I did that right. And it's acid damage? It is. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that hurts. Okay. I'm still fine, but ow. Uh, And then it's going to bite you. That, okay, that's better, hopefully. It's not going to do that much. 23. Alright, that hits, but at least it's halved. <laughs> it rolled 16, plus 2, 18. Okay, so minus 9. And it's really got got it good on you. But that's its turn, and it's your turn now. Okay. That was a hell of a round. You will have disadvantage... On your first attack, if you're reckless, straight. All right, well, reckless. Yeah, of course I'm going reckless. Well, 15 hits. Hallelujah. <laughs> AC okay. of 13. Oh, goody. Good to know. It shifts back to a different place again. Okay, it takes uh, 19 damage from the first attack. This one will be a straight roll or advantage if you're doing reckless. Oh, I'm... Still doing reckless because those apply to the whole turn. Mm. Total 20. That will hit. Oh, wait, no, that was more damage. Yeah, you uh, got your shroud. Yeah, plus five. I don't remember what the total, what the number was, but it's plus five. And then the second attack is 12 total. All right, it's looking fairly rough. It's uh, bleeding from your various scythe wounds, and if anybody else has hit it from those two. Spike Jones. Give me one second. Spike Jones is going to disengage and flee. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. And then it's me, right? Yep. Okay, so I am going to say, okay, everybody watch. This is going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to summon eight wolves. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own initiative. It is 15. But I don't know if I get to... Attack immediately with them? Right. Anyway, hold on. Let me put them on the board. This is too complicated now. All right. I'll let you attack immediately with them. Okay. (laughs) You summoned them, and... I don't know. It makes sense to me that they attack immediately. Okay. So... They all get tactics, right? Right. Yep. So they have... I need need more dice. (laughs) Is it... 
do they have advantage or is it just a regular roll? Uh, they have advantage. Um, Waylon disrupted it with his first attack. It's disrupted until oh, so the start of his next turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually. So 15. 15 hits. Okay. 14. 14 hits. Crit. Hits. <laughs> 15. Hits. Uh, that's going to be a miss. 15. Hits. Another crit. <laughs> Jesus. And 20. You summon eight wolves and they tear this thing apart. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> Don't fuck with druids. <laughs> Three, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. So that's 18 D4. I'm just gonna roll two. <laughs> what, six times eight? Yeah. 48 plus... 14. 14. Which is um, more than enough. 62. Okay, yeah, it's 62. <laughs> These are my very good boys. <laughs> 62 is only like 20 points below his total hit points. <laughs> Damn. So this Camasaur is getting like good bites and good attacks in on Waylon, and then Day just summons up these massive wolves that just come in and tear it to pieces. <laughs> How long do you have eight wolves for? Not long. <laughs> Two weeks. That's my fireball, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, up to an hour. I also turn into a wolf and join this pack that I created. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the druid has turned into a pack of wolves. Yeah. You can have your wolf sheet back because you. you guys aren't getting any more fights before uh, you guys are getting tired and it's time to camp. Okay. And uh, you guys just waiting until dawn before you go to bed, or I mean, you guys don't have to go to bed if you don't want to. Um, I, I'm not for anything. I'm a pack of wolves <laughs> for an hour. Uh, <laughs> I could use a rest after that. That hurt. Yeah, rest would be good. Thank you for listening. Legend of Chell is an Orc Zone production made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. Join us at patreon.com slash orczone. To learn more about the players and their characters, head to orczone.com.